dear God, we finally made it. I thought it was going to take forever. And you know what? We're on a new system tonight. So tell me if there's any issues with the audio. Tell me if there's something else wrong besides, besides from Hockey Jerk not norm, looking like his normal self tonight. Uh, then other than that, uh, welcome into the show. Show 102. Hello, Pucknologist. How you doing? Week 35 in the NHL. Week 11 in quarantine. Uh, have some sponsors for you now, uh, excited to say. Uh, this episode being brought to you by uh, Stolen Vehicles, because, come on, it'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> brought to you by Police Chases, because you know you had nothing better to watch that's live. And uh, by Chevy, because who needs all four wheels, you show off? I'm just saying. <laughs> so, uh, with me tonight, of course, Rocket Backhander. How are you? Hello, everyone. I'm reporting from the future, Miss Rocket Backhander. And filling in for the jerk man tonight, we have Puck Guy. I have some things to say, and it might be a loose 45, but I'm glad to be here, guys. And I'm hearing that the audio isn't great. Well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm doing what I can. Yeah, when you say audio isn't great, I need to know, like, what? Is it overmodulated? Is it too low? Like, you need to sing the audio. It's like, you know that painting? I don't care for it. <laughs> I need I need context, brother, is what I'm saying. So uh, let's get into what we have. Before I do that, though, I just want to try... Oh, look at my... Oh, cool. Oh, I can move the new comments around and everything. It's making the scope smaller. No, I'm getting into it. I'm liking it. Let's see what this new setup can do. I'm digging it. Yeah. So, I'll, let me know when you're done. I'll come back. Just saying it. And Berg's audio isn't bad, so maybe it's you, James. <laughs> I think funny. it's just that one thing that happens on your cable when it goes meow. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, the Sharks announced oh. three signings since the last time we were on. Uh, is it Timur? <laughs> Timur Avragamov? Am I even close to getting that right? Uh, I would say that's about right. I'm sure Lacey, Guy number one. Yeah. Lacey will, <laughs> Lacey will let me know at some point uh, if it's wrong. Uh, if it's right, he'll go, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then the Barracuda signed Kyle Topping. I think I nailed that one. Uh, the um, seems like I'm on AOL. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> Didn't do it. Not yeah. me this time. Not I'll, me this time. You know what? I'll fucking figure it out. Uh, and then <laughs> Joseph mm, Gareffa. Gareffa. That sounds right. Gareffa. Yeah. Sure. Uh, why not? Either way, what does this mean for both clubs? The Sharks aren't playing, so it means nothing right now. There you go. <laughs> but, probably I mean, won't play for another eight months. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Puck Guy, have you heard anything about these guys aside from the PR announcement and stuff? Have you followed any of these guys? See, no. this, is, this is the thing that I was pissed off, because I know Jerk follows these people, and, of course, he had to bail out. So. Yeah, unfortunately, that that's uh, you're, you're stuck with me. And uh, But, hey, three guys that the... That the Sharks and the Cuda desperately need for depth. Let's be real here. The depth uh, in in the organization right now uh, could use some loving. It could, it could be topped off with some Kyle and, and some Timur. So. How Okay, now I want to know, people. How is my audio now? I'm dying to know because I made a slight little change and I think it probably will mean the world to those of you listening. So I apologize for that earlier. Again. Did you put yourself on mute? No. Uh, oh. Evidently, I was using the MacBook's microphone rather than this beautiful little microphone. So now that we've switched that over, 
it should help. Again, apologies. We're trying something new, but when we get there, it's going to be awesome. But we're trying some new things. This is the time to do it, people, is what I'm saying. Right, yeah. Everybody says you, you're, you're better, so good there for you. you. Uh, Abergramov, he's a 19-year-old. He played 35 games for Scott Neva St. Petersburg of the VHL, which is like the second tier below the KHL. Uh, definitely is known to be like a physical winger with the nose for the net. So... All right, I I can I can be down with that. Uh, we definitely... Does he play right wing? That's all I want to know. <laughs> That's all I care well, about. Well, he's right a winger, now. so yes. We'll see. We'll uh, see. All right. Uh, so again, three three signings. We'll see how that happens. Again, one for the Sharks, two for the Cuda. Um, so there you go. Uh, wanted to get into that again. Uh, changing. Some things around here, but wanted to get into that. But we go before we go any further. Remember, as always, follow us on social media, whether it's YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, what have you. We even have a TikTok. I, I don't know why, uh, but give us give us a follow on the uh, social media. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you would please. And remember, if you miss any episode, you can find them on your favorite podcast catching platforms. And as always, everything's on tealtownusa.com so uh the nhl and nhlpa look to have agreed tentatively on a rough draft of an outline pending approval that we will have a 24 team playoff uh seven teams are ass out what are you gonna do uh looking like the first round could be a best of five which could make those games far so more significant there's a potential for reseeding. So, I mean, putt guy, did I say anything out of the ordinary? Did I miss anything? No. Uh, just I think what they've been talking about is that the top four seeds in each conference and supposedly going to conference format. So, AJ, I know you've been kind of wanting to go back to one through eight conference format. Uh, so you're kind of going to get that back. But the top if four. If only seats, my team was in it. But go ahead. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, seats five through twelve will play each other, uh, and then yeah, there's a potential for reseeding. Although the NHL kind of lights the bracket a little bit, so you might get uh, the bracket challenge. Of course, that that adds some interest into it. But uh, yeah. Uh, I, I see this as, as probably the best case scenario, and and of course, who wouldn't want Montreal and Chicago in the playoffs? You know, right? NBC and Sportsnet in Canada. I don't know. There's a couple teams out there. I think they might be a little, maybe like I don't know about this. I don't know, but okay. Look, let's talk about it. Uh, <laughs> look, this is what the proposed Eastern's Con- Eastern Conference looks like. Uh, you know, with the play-in rounds, Pittsburgh versus Montreal. Uh, if you're the Penguins, you got to be like a little like, oh, shit, man. We're, we we could get priced out of this, if you know what I mean. Um, no. Car- Carolina and Lundqvist could be interesting, but is it Lundqvist? We shall see. Islanders and Florida. Isles, if you can't finish those guys off, come on. And then Toronto and the Jackets, that actually could be fun to watch. So that... That's how that is rolling off, but let's take a look at the other side of the coin. (laughs) So in the West, 
Edmonton and Chicago. Again, if this is only five games, dude, Edmonton is, should be pissed because Chicago could just do Chicago things. <laughs> We've seen. I, I, oh, I'm just saying. That could be interesting. Nashville and Arizona. That could be fun. Vancouver and Minnesota. Calgary and Winnipeg. I'm looking at this playing around, and it would not surprise me in the least if all the low seeds beat the high seeds. Wouldn't surprise me whatsoever because remember, if they're going to do this as best of five, holy shit, how important is that first game? Rock? Technically, I think they're all important. Well, yeah, but if you yeah, if you drop if you drop them by two, I think that they they gain you know that much more importance. I don't know what any of this is will will prove, other than like I know that they have a lot of financial obligations in order to finish the season, um, you know, so they 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 must. But I feel that anything. Anything is just going to be chaos because all of these clubs have, have been, you know, separated. Everybody's been isolated. Nobody's been practicing as a team. It It's not, I don't think it's going to be an extension of 2019, 2020 so much as I think it's just going to be like, they should have like a little sub bracket on the cup winner that says like 2020 asterisk A, which is like not really what it should have been, but this is what we had, so... I think this is what we, you know, this is the COVID-19 slash 2020 season. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, now, with all this being said, there are some guys that are going to be out, right? These, if no one is, are you okay, Rocket? Your face is a little yeah. scrunchy and you're like focused on something. All right. All right. You're very much <laughs> angry face. Uh, it was concentrated, because, concentrating because bitch face is what it looked like. <laughs> I know I'm concentrating on how much longer it's going to be before there's a goddamn teal sweater on the ice. It's going to be another nine months. Well, yeah. funny you say that. There's a lot of people that are going to be ass out. Uh, there's Ron Hainsey, Ottawa, <laughs> right? Uh, you got Ryan Miller in Anaheim. These are these are guys that are not going to play for what eight nine months. They're not going to see ice time. Uh, what's going on with Dustin Bufflin? Is he done? And then there's other guys. If they don't get as far with their team as they might expect, looking at you, Zdeno Chara, Jason, Jason Spezza, Ilya Kovalchuk, Mika Koivu, Andy Green, Justin Williams. Do they call this a career? after this no matter what happens you know what i mean i hope not man i really want to watch Ilya kovalchuk like in a club where he's not being actively um, vilified by the front office because that guy is fun to watch well either way no matter what happens uh the 2021 season then would likely start in january (laughs) so the sharks kings ducks Sabres, Devils, Senators, and Red Wings, their players will have spent nearly 10 months away from competitive hockey. Now, there's no way to please everyone in this, but, I mean, Puck Guy, what what else can you do? I mean, the, these are special cir- circumstances that we all have to just deal with. Yeah, I mean, at this point, if you do start in January, what a way to kick off the season with the Winter Classic. I mean, that would be kind of cool. Uh, if You think if that'll still happen? 
if they still have if why, they're able to have fans. Well, I was going to say why I mean, would you hold that event? Season, though? Why would you hold that event though if you can't have fans in the stands? If you can't have fans in the stands, I mean, what a way to have some buzz though. I mean, that's that's kind of how I look at it even if you don't have fans. The the thing to me about being going 10 9 10 months about without playing, I mean, you look at what the players are going to go through, but also what about these seven teams and how are they supposed to recapture their, their fan base, especially in San Jose where there's a lot of competition around LA. I mean, we won't start with every, you know, with who they have around Ottawa's, you know, kind of still in the shadow of Toronto right now. And they, they, want to jump on and get Lafreniere, you know, as soon as they possibly could, if they can land him. Well, would, all, will anybody notice the difference between the Red Wings not playing for 10 months? Uh, <laughs> their equipment manager might. Okay, fine. I mean, I mean the Sharks <laughs> will, could because they got shut out by them on New Year's Eve, but. Uh, uh, why do you need to? Hey, at least they didn't get beat by their own Zamboni driver. Su- sunshine's on a dog's <laughs> ass from time to time, my friend. <laughs> but, I mean. That's that's kind of a key here is that the Sharks along oh. six teams are are SOL for a while. And how are you supposed to capture it? Get that 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 note. Hey, we're still here. You know, especially if baseball is going to start in July and go through November. You know, football supposedly is supposed to continue on. Yeah. And uh, it, to me, it's a concern. And and you need to find a way. And I think the league needs to find a way to make sure that these seven franchises don't get left out. Now, unfortunately, I think everybody but the Sharks have their own pick, so like you can't even create a draft buzz. Well, yeah, the you have the issue that you're going to have to somehow figure out how to deal with the draft. And again, that's another thing that's no one is going to be happy about. Um, I mean, you could potentially, like, I don't know, lottery the seven teams that are out and let them go for now and then do something later. I heard that was somebody's idea, and I was like, well, I don't know that that's going to roll. There's just, again, there's there was no way to plan for this. There was no way to prepare. We're just going to, you know, some teams are going to have to deal with it. And, you know, and there's, again, there's no way to please everybody with this. Uh, so with that being said, should the entire season have just been canceled? <sighs> they can't do that. It's not even a yes or no question. It's like just financial obligations so that that was an impossibility. At this point, they're just trying to get the manpower to line up with what they already are obligated to perform with financially. Like, if the 2020 season has to continue until 22. 23 in order for it to be complete contractually that'll happen before they cancel it yikes and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and you know what uh, uh you know we listened to vancouver sports talk radio aj uh, matt sakaris from tsn 1040s mentioned well you know there's one way you can get some of that money back and that would be expansion uh, and his and his suggestion is putting a second team in Toronto where you can get a billion dollars. There's not going to be any more goddamn expansion. Let it no. go. But Let at the go. same, 
But at the same time, will some of these franchises still be financially stable without playing a game? You're good. How how financially stable is Carolina or Florida over the last? Uh, didn't I read something like Florida consistency uh, consistency yeah. consistently loses bucks? How many times have we seen games in Carolina where there are you know a shit ton of fans in there all dressed as empty seats? Yeah. Or, or, I mean, Arizona's been coming on strong this season. I mean, hockey jerks, never... Arizona. I'm filling in for jerk, you know. Didn't they file, but, like, um, bankruptcy like a, a decade ago or something? Like, the league had to take over them financially? Well, yeah, that and, and Glendale at one time didn't want them to even play in the rink yeah. that they had for him. Hey. So, Well, either way, I, I can see relocation before expansion, but I don't foresee any more expansion. And right now, I don't see any. The only team I see potentially relocating is Arizona only because they're going to be switching divisions. You know, so I think they're the most likely, if there's a relocation, that it's most likely them and it's going to be the central. So it's not, you know, Quebec isn't getting a team. Hartford isn't getting a team. But is Houston? Is Kansas City? Some other option in the Midwest, perhaps, remains to be seen. Just saying. How are the uh, the San Antonio Spurs? Do they need a new building? Would they like to share? I'm just asking. Wow. Um, they 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 just let their uh, their AHL club go. So. Oh well, see, like I said, I don't follow basketball, so. <laughs> they they just they just sold their their AHL franchise, the San Antonio Rampage, to the uh, Golden Knights. So they can move him to oh, uh, nearby Henderson. All yeah. right. And uh, speaking of which, Henderson, from last thing I read, uh, the people of Vegas and that whole Nevada have said, yeah, we're, we're getting an AHL team and we're building a new arena and yada, yada, yada. So, oh, good for you. Um, let's move on now. Um, okay, I want to broach this question just for a hot second because Do it. look, Do it. look. Well, because Rocket uh, has worked in the gaming gaming industry at one point or another. Um, at one point, yeah. How does COVID-19 impact odds for the NHL? Or just yeah. like gaming in general? Like how does the entire gaming industry deal with this? Home ice is no longer an equation that's factored into odds. You know what I mean? If there's going to be like four hub cities... Yeah. How do you deal with with home ice? Well, I mean, maybe Edmonton. Uh, but <laughs> how else do you do you factor in those things? How's that going to roll? I don't know. I think you'd have to talk to somebody who is a professional sports bet maker, which is not necessarily somebody who is a hockey fan. They they uh, they live their lives looking at odds and probabilities, and I think that. This might actually make things easier for them to set the set the odds because it uh, there's so many variables that have been removed, you know. So it's like you just basically have have to throw it down to numbers and look at advanced stats and then be like, well, okay, let it roll. Mm. Ilya Kovalchuk scores when it's a full moon during a midweek game and blah, blah, you know all those little <laughs> things. You you can get out. <laughs> You yeah. can leave. Well, as as somebody who enjoys hang, spending time in the sports book, placing wages, wagers, uh, I'm I'm excited to see how that works. And <laughs> but either way, you know that they're going to figure out a way for the house to have the advantage, as always. 
so let's move on here to a survey that the Sharks sent out to their season ticket holders this past week. And some of these questions scare the crap out of me <laughs> as the new reality. Um, you can see here, you know, it's like, except in the case of medical needs, I would be willing to forego bringing a bag with me to SAP Center. You have to take into account that the majority of these questions are like true or the, or I should say the answers are true or false or yes, no. Um, now, I'm never one to bring a bag anyway. Rocket, pretty high and tight with the bag. Like, it, it's usually about the size of a credit card when she actually does bring one. Well, yeah. I have an external battery that I usually have to try to bring. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, but I, I've gone to the show with some ladies from time to time, and, you know, you, you don't, they know what we're doing. I don't mm -hmm. know why they need this huge bag, but so is life. So I can understand that that question, uh, I didn't see anything about demographic information when they were asking these. So it could, you know, like I could see it's like, I would be willing to forego bringing a bag with me. And then it would be like, are you male or female? Because you don't see a lot of guys bringing in bags. I'm just saying, but there are some that, hey, look, if you can have a man bun, you can have a man bag, I suppose. Looking at you, Landy. Uh, despite the environmental impact, I would like to see single-use bins or the venue provided, you know, visible sanitation. But there's just a whole bunch of stuff going on. Now, here's the one that really scares the shit out of me. I would be willing to wait for an usher to excuse my row to exit SAP Center to reduce congestion on the concourse. Bitch, people don't listen to ushers now. Like, pre-COVID. You think <laughs> They don't get paid enough. Like to put those themselves people, out there, right? Yeah, exactly. You, they they do not get paid enough for you to give them that kind of responsibility and expect people to listen to them. And yeah, no, unless yeah, no, I <laughs> I don't well, know how else to say it. Just no. Well, and the they other one that I would be willing to follow one way traffic on the concourse. Again, mm -mm. you're going to get oh, hell no. You know x x thousands of people to follow that seriously. Like how how like. That's what I want to know. Just how. Uh, the next one. Uh, should all SAP centers employees be wearing masks, wearing gloves? Should fans be wearing masks and gloves? Uh, you know, what What if SAP center provided all fans and get? Well, guess what? They're going to have to build that cost into your ticket price. Just letting you mm -hmm. know. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, putting down the social distancing signage and marks on the ground and all of that stuff like we've seen at, at grocery stores and other places recently so there's that uh <laughs> i mean we'll, we'll keep going here there's a couple more um right. assuming that all mandated social distancing measures will be adhered to uh you know i'd be willing to have an assigned entry time and location yeah that that's gonna be a no for me dog you know like i I hang out, or I, you know, I go to somewhere to have a cocktail or two before a game or something. We're not looking at our watch to go, oh, it's, you know, our time window is between 6.30 and 6.40. Let's go, you know. So, yeah, we're not, we're not on a fast pass at Disneyland. You right. Like, at, at the end of it, dude, like, if you need to have all of these, these, these social distancing precautions, then it's not safe enough for this type of event to take place. Yeah. Like the reason why there's social distancing at the grocery store is because people need food. You need to go to the grocery store. You don't need to go to a hockey game. I'm sorry. I know 
I know it feels like it, but like if if you have to like disinfect yourself and wrap yourself in a plastic bag in order to go into a venue to witness a sporting event, obviously it's not safe enough. It's not safe enough. If if it's not safe enough, don't do it. Well, and, and I and I see what they're trying to do, AJ. I mean, it's just it, there are concerns. I mean, what if I need to go to the bathroom? You know, do I have to wait for an usher to come up to to have me remove myself? And and do we need to empty out the the few row? You know, the few people that are beside me, like Sam and seat number six. <laughs> yeah, do I, right. No, nah, bro. You know, there's that. I'm just gonna give you moving? a bottle and a rubber band. Tie it off, pal. Now, yeah. now, now. That being said, I can't wait for instead of the rally towels, how awesome the sharks. Uh, marketing research team will come out with rally face masks. Oh. I think oh, no. I'm looking for looking forward to a I, te- I, teal I, catheter. Ooh. Wait, what? A teal catheter would be quite yeah. nice. Yeah. Then you'd never have to leave your seat. That's all I'm saying. I'm <laughs> but, but honestly, I mean th- hopefully the Sharks marketing crew is looking into something like that. But <laughs> like a tiger. <laughs> oh, yes. dude, like yes. a tiger with the comment of the night so far. Cover your mouth when you woo. Oh, you assholes. I hate you people. No. I would like to say thank you to everybody in the chat who's brought up the coffee cart. Uh, <laughs> like, I I love that there's a little coffee cart uh, syndicate and like we're we're on the prowl. We need the coffee cart. It should be there. She's driving See, the bus, people. And, and AJ, I was trying to I was going to say on the next page, does it give options as to which coffee there should be on the coffee cart? Are we oh, going you. with... Starbucks? Are I think, we going I think with just coffee, coffee flavored coffee is a good. Coffee flavored coffee, <laughs> um, yeah, stuff but, that isn't made by Aramark. Yeah, well, it, I mean, this did seem to be kind of a way to like gauge the tolerance of fans, like how much they're willing to change or put up with in order to watch live hockey. And I totally get that. That's where we are now. But I will say the one that did another one that kind of stood out to me is uh, I would be willing to use a public kiosk to place a concessions order. To ensure a cashless and contactless experience. Bitch, for five years, I've been wondering why I can't buy stuff with my phone. But now yeah, you're going to no, get this shit going? <laughs> yeah. No, like if you're going to do that that tech, then it definitely needs to be from your phone. And it should just be like a phone to seat thing. Like, you know, like on some airplanes, like uh, which one? Was, I was Virgin Virgin uh, Atlantic. I think that they do this now where uh, you don't have to talk to anybody if you want your drink order or you want some snacks or something you just order it directly from the little kiosk in the seat back in front of you and somebody just like appears magically with your snacks you don't have to yell at anybody or anything like it's great that's all i'm saying um i I like that our buddy 21 pucks pointing out instead of tp for the shitters they just install (laughs) bidets now uh uh, yeah sure but again here's another question that comes from 21 pucks um, you, you know, you're talking about putting these social distancing lines on the ground, or what? Have Have you seen the lines to use the bathrooms during intermissions? And Not you think, distant. yeah, like, what, are you going to have somebody out in front, like a, a like a bouncer at a uh, nightclub that's like clicking off, like, okay, yeah. we allow this many people in the bathroom per time, and oh, once you get to a certain point, it's like, okay, wait till somebody comes out till you go in, like. You yeah. know what I mean? Can I see your wristband, please? No, I'm sorry. You were in here five minutes ago. You can't be in here again for another right. 10 minutes. Right. And the other thing, too, is 
you know, like, again, I'm not trying to, you know, be uh, too light about the whole thing, but the whole idea is, well, if you have masks and you have gloves, do you really, does everybody really need to be six feet apart fully if you've got the mask, you've got the gloves and all of those things? Like, if you're, if you're tampered down, uh, you know, can, can it be three feet? You know what I mean? Or that- I have to, yeah. No, I still have to say that if any of these situations are still uh, a legitimate part of a logistics conversation, then it's not safe enough to have sporting events where there's fans. Yeah. There's just a, it's a lot going on here. Either way, the questions that they were asking, let's just say, you know, that this is pretty telling of what the new normal could eventually be, people. That's that's what I'm saying. It's it's it, going to be hard. It's going to be not the same experience. And, you know, the Sharks and I think the rest of the sports world just trying to figure out how to make the experience as smooth as possible. And, you know, right now, I think every idea is on the shelf. It's like they're just going to throw something at it and see if it sticks and go with it. Because at, at this point, we don't know. I mean, we could start playing hockey in December, and next thing you know, you're, you know, somebody's coughing. And, well, and, the, and like the everything thing, goes back I, to where it was. I get we all have to like embrace, you know, innovation and we, we have to have a new way of looking <laughs> at all of this stuff because it's going to be changing and, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. This is going to be a new normal. The thing that kind of struck me as well was the whole, you know, one-way traffic on the concourse, which I was like, good luck getting people to adhere to that. Uh, how do you deal with the club level? It's a horseshoe down there. It doesn't go all the way around. So what is it, you know? Or is it during during the first intermission, people that are in sections with odd numbers can leave, and then the second intermission, if you have an even number ticket, you can leave? Is that what it is? You know, there's a lot of different things. Does this, you know, now this is make you wonder if if they look into changing the arena around renovation wise to get more room in there and good luck how right (laughs) exactly that's the problem is how they're just gonna spray everybody with chlorine just a little chlorine mister yeah right inside the door everybody gets a little shot of clorox on your way in and there you go all right uh i I feel we've talked about this enough (laughs) let's move on uh guess what kids I, I know it's two years later than it was supposed to be, but BART has announced that they are finally opening the extension to Milpitas and Berryessa on June 13th, only, again, two years late. Uh, now, once we're past COVID-19, if that ever happens, uh, you know, how will this impact the Sharks? You know, will the Sharks introduce shuttle buses from Berryessa to the tank? Uh, the, the station's only four miles away, approximately a 10 to 15-minute drive, if you will, or are they just going to be like, hey, it's 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 at Berryessa, and there's just going to be a rack of sh- ride sharing out there, of it, and just grab on one of those. Probably all of it. There might be a bus or two. There's probably going to be a ton of like Ubers and ride shares, and yeah. <laughs> John, John, our buddy. Uh, thank you so much for the super chat donation. <laughs> Don't cross the stream sign at the urinal. <laughs> oh, and then there's uh, 
then there's probably going to be those. Uh, oh, what are those? The the pedal cabs. Oh, p- p- dude, that's a... yeah. Since Oof. it's only like a couple of miles, there's probably going to be four a, a miles. studied circuit. Four Heck, miles. Let's get our workout and let's let's get the lime the lime scooters and everything too. I don't know. Four miles. Santa Clara Street going four. That's like an hour. Going five or six blocks. Not that big of a deal. Trying to like do a pedicab four miles down like heading, and there's not a lot of space for that. And it was, oh boy, I don't know. I don't it, know. It, it's it's a it's a forty five to an hour drive or on a pedicab for one, but for two, I mean, I think it would just be it would be so an much fun. arm and a leg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it wouldn't be worth it. But either. Oh way. yeah! I get a pedal tavern back and forth. Oh. Oh. oh yeah. Okay. That's such a good idea. <laughs> I like that because yeah, you're, you're going to be getting be on. You're going to be on be public transit. You're going to be on BART. So why not? Absolutely. Why not? I mean, just get one guy who knows how to fucking drive. The rest of them can just, you know, whatever. Uh, But the uh, link for this story you can find in the show notes below on the YouTube channel and on Teal Town USA for Pucknologist 102. So that's another thing that we're trying as well. We're adding in the links when we can to give you more context to some of the stuff we're talking about. Do you have something, Eric? Uh, I was just going to say, I think this will help, you know, those who... Uh, work in the East Bay, or we get it, dude. We get it. You've been dying for this forever. We get it. I've been dying for this forever. (laughs) You know, to to get on Bart and Concord, and and then take take the ride all the way to San Jose. That's nice. Shark shuttle needs to happen, just like a coffee cart. We will. I will not get off of this until both are are done. All right. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, Done. Move on. Parts of San Pedro Square, speaking of pedicabs, have reopened on May 18th for pickup and delivery. Uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a push to try to get people, especially Sharks fans, but, you know, ones that hang in that area to begin with, to shop there and, and do pickup orders and whatnot. But how tough is it going to be to be successful when you're known for being a place where people gather, not known for pickup and delivery? You know what I mean? And there's a few places, and I was kind of bummed out, Conjo Burger, their lease is up, so they're not there anymore. So that's one reason that I had to go there to not go there anymore. (laughs) There's other good stuff, but that was one of the places where their lease went up. Again, you can find a link for all that information in our show notes, but, uh, you know, Rock, I mean, if you were local, would you, like, you know, like go down to O Flats and be like, yeah, I'll take a burger to go? (laughs) <laughs> like that's not your prime reason for going there, yay? No, well, uh, okay. So if I'm gonna get food to go, it's gonna be around the corner. First of all, I'm gonna go to go O Flats, and I'm gonna get myself a, a Red Branch. I'm gonna get a raspberry cider. Then I'm gonna go around the corner to La Vic's, and I'm gonna get two tacos, shredded chicken, no rice, extra beans, because that's how I roll cream sauce. Then I'm gonna get those to go. Huh? That's fine. I, I'm kind of with her with with La Vic's, you know. I'll get that, but it's not like I'm making the trek all the way down for it. Uh, I've, I've made the trek all the way down for it. I'm not going to lie about that. <laughs> Speaking of making treks, Randy Hahn has evidently found himself a new side hustle. Oh. Uh, so if you want to get delivery of Frost Cupcakes, and I have had these. They're, they're pretty smoking. Uh, but maybe you'll get lucky, and Randy will uh, drop off the Koopa Keke. If you will. 
we need to make this happen, AJ. What are you talking about? Dude, I almost like, when he posted that on Twitter last week or whenever it was, dude, I almost called up and was going to be like, yeah, I'd like to uh, book Randy to drop off like, you know, three chocolate and peanut butters and like two of these and three of these and blah, blah, blah. And then when Chief gets here, just be like sitting on the bench in front of the lobby with like both (laughs) microphones set up like six feet apart and be like, do you have 10 minutes, Randy, to talk? Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's an ambush. It's an ambush. That would that'd be a great segment well, though if we could figure out how to do that and like get it to be a repetitive deal. Yeah. The am- the ambush interview. Cupcake chat with Randy Hunt. <laughs> hey, I mean we 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 test out. We'll have an unboxing video. I mean, come on, AJ. This this looks this looks prime. Hey, Frost Cupcake, if you're watching, hmm? you've you've heard sponsor of, us. You've heard of uh, Coffee Talk. There's Cupcake Chat. It's all fine. You got the the Cupcake Chat. With the frosty cupcakes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, a couple of announcements for oh. those of you who uh, were not aware. Saw, okay. so, saw some stuff on the uh, Soch, if you will, a little bit of the Reddit here and there. People asking, is the 91 fan club worth it for Sharks fans? Well, there's a seven-day free trial, so go find out for yourself and stop bugging people. <laughs> there you go link is in the youtube show notes and on teal town usa so wanted to get that out there another thing is is that if you have tickets to games and whatnot that didn't work or you weren't sure what's going on the sharks recently updated their faq so one of the things that they added is that Ticketmaster has finally released options for all ticket holders not just season ticket holders still have the option credit full credit or a refund Again, links in the show notes and on tealtownusa.com. So just wanted to get those announcements out there. One more thing that was kind of uh, done last week or whatever that I look, I don't want to I don't want to mock things for charity because obviously what? it's for a good cause. But <laughs> oh, no. but the, the Sharks Foundation auctioned off a gaming avatar that basically if you own a PS something or an xbox i don't know gaming stuff i would never get anything done if i have one that's why i don't have one (laughs) uh but like if you have nhl 20 or whatever the hell it's called from ea sports you can make your own avatar like this is not difficult now are you going to hear dan rusinowski say your name over a twitch stream no so i get that they auction this off that you're part of this game and and uh i feel really bad for kelsey who follows us who got ejected from the game at about five minutes in. So, that, I mean, but geez, if you're going to go out, that's the way to go, Kels. Uh, but, you know, it's for, if, it's for charity. I totally get that. Uh, but I just thought it was like, I don't know. It's an interesting look. But, hey, if it's raising money for their COVID foundation relief, then sure. Um, you know, I bought a, uh, one of the ball caps that they auctioned off. Got Melker Carlson. Uh, uh, a milker signed one on that so either way I, hey, I, I love how Kelsey took responsibility for the loss against D- Dallas Stars she alumni did. I, I, I Owned think it. great great team player I mean uh, you know hopefully uh, she gets a chance with the big club again soon yeah. uh, let me see around the NHL wait wait do we do we oh that's the one th- oh because I have it set up on the other screen oh Oh, I blame I blame hockey jerk for this. Just saying. Uh, so Canada and the U.S. have agreed to extend their agreement to keep the border closed to non-essential travel through June 21st. I'm going to just assume 
if Edmonton or wherever is designated a hub city, uh, they're going to not have to adhere to that. But either way, still wanted to put it out there. If you do remember, a few weeks back, actually more like over a month ago, I think, John Scott tweeted that the NHL would start rolling June 1st. Well, kids, we're a week away from June 1st, <laughs> and we're about this close to starting to roll. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. Major foreseen points potentially coming. Yeah. I'll give them one. Uh, but but here's the thing. I'm sorry. But here's the thing. Is like, say, like, uh, I think, what, is Timo Meyer back in Switzerland? Yeah. So let's say he comes back to San Jose. I believe Sorensen is as well. Yeah, so let's just assume the Sharks were in the 2014 playoff. If they come back to San Jose, do they have to quarantine there? And say if their hub city is in Edmonton, do they have to go up to Edmonton and quarantine again? That's going to be an interesting thing once once we once the league and the PA figure all this stuff out. I'm telling you. <laughs> By the time they figure it out, it might be August. Yeah, you're right. Great point, Rocket. Uh, okay. Um, I hope I don't butcher the guy's name. Uh, Akeem Ake- <laughs> Alou? You got was, it. Okay. Uh, wrote a very poignant piece uh, about racism in hockey. I believe it was retweeted by Evander Kane, a few other guys. Uh, I think Ryan Miller, perhaps. Um, but hockey is not for everyone. It's a very well-written, solid piece. And, uh, again, the link will be in the show notes below. It will be on Teal Town USA. I highly recommend you check that out. It was a fantastically well-written article that detailed on things that I don't think a lot of people are even close to being aware of, uh, especially what happens in the lower levels of hockey before you get to the show and some of the shit that you have to put up with because you might look a little different or something. Just saying, man. Some jacked-up shit in there, but... uh, he, he Akeem fucking nailed it. Just saying. Uh, but speaking of the lower rungs before you get to the big show, the AHL finally came out and said, that's it. We're calling it. No Calder this year. Bye. <laughs> um, making some people to think that maybe the NHL should have done the same thing, but we already talked about that. But just letting you know, AHL, you're over with. Uh, but are there... Some players in the NHL that are like, you know what? I, I, don't, I don't give a shit about a cup this year. Like, I don't want to be away from my family for four straight months if my team goes deep or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Now that you have all these AHLers available, do we see maybe a couple guys here or there say, you know what? I'm good. You can send so-and-so. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Definitely it's got to be a taxi squad uh, that goes into the bubble. I would have to think, especially with the AHL season over. First time that the Calder Cup doesn't get awarded in the, in their history. It even was awarded during World War II. Wow. Uh, so that's that's pretty sad. But yeah, you're definitely going to see a bunch of AHLers uh, up with the big squad uh, during this playoff run. And especially if something happens, heaven forbid it doesn't. So who won the Calder that time then? Anyway, Germany? No? Okay. Anyway, um, uh, <laughs> uh, this man. <laughs> so uh, let's see here. We're talking about lower team squads again. Yet uh, the N W 
AHL's Toronto team has unveiled. They're called the Six. Okay. Oh, okay. I, is, is this perfect or awful? And now this and the here's the reason why I say it. I, this is why I say it's perfect because it's some people call Toronto like you know the the T O the T dot. This looks like a T and an O together. This looks like a T with a dot underneath it. It looks like the number six. It's the number of players that play on the ice. Like, is this not perfect? Rock? It looks. R- it's great. Right. Uh, you're a design dude, puck guy. What do you, what do you, what you say? Uh, yeah, I think it's a creative design. You mixture, mix a lot into it. You like you said, T dot T O Toronto six. I, I think it's pretty good. It kind of has the shades of the NHL seventy fifth logo. Well, funny you should mention that. that because uh, smartass on Twitter, you know him, we love him. Put this out. It's like the Twisted Sister logo and the NHL seventy fifth anniversary logo had sex and out popped this logo. <laughs> He's not wrong. I'm not nope. mad at that story. If that's the Genesis story of this logo, I don't think that's anything to be ashamed of. I'm I'm like, that's that's kind of badass rock and roll. I'm okay with that. Yeah. No, I thought it was very cool. It blew me away. I was like, oh, guy makes a yeah. solid point. <laughs> makes a solid point. Uh, okay. So, uh, got a couple more things here, and uh, one of which is I'm about to go off just to scotch. Okay. Oh God! Time to get on my soapbox. Uh oh. Uh, yeah, I have some things to say. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. okay. And I've been on this rant for a little bit. Down goes Brown, bro. Oh boy, bro. Okay, bro. He tweets Brah. out, you know, every social manager, you know, a month ago, and so you have fifteen dollars to build your best lineup. Last week, here are nine things you can only pick three, and this week is a, basically calling out. All the social media accounts, usually Twitter, but all the social media accounts of teams and whatnot that are literally running out of ideas. We saw the one thing that went around where it's like, when you see this logo, what player do you think of? Or any of that type of shit. We've seen that. Now, this is coming to you, and this is why I want to lay this out there. He's calling out these social media managers for this stuff. Let's take a look at some of the articles that he's written lately. <laughs> so, what was the single worst downgrade in every team's history? The worst players to ever wear every jersey number. Let's build the best roster in the NHL, but with a twist. And which birthday produces the best starting six? And my all-time favorite at the bottom, ranking every game the 1920 Red Wings lost by four or more goals. Are you kidding me? Jesus Christ, that's specific. <laughs> Dude, I know. Like, how many games was that? <laughs> but you get my point. It's like, dude, Sean, Matt, what's it? Sean, Mac- Sean McIndoe. Dude, dude, dude. I'm just saying, watch where you're stepping in that glass house of yours when you're throwing the stones. Okay, oh, yeah. I'm just, I just want to put that out there. It's like. <laughs> God. Well, I don't even know if it's is he throwing stones or is he getting stoned? Dude, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I'm telling you. Um, okay, another thing here. <laughs> this came out in the review journal. North Las Vegas, I believe, is working to working with the is it the Toll Brothers? It's one of the new home builder companies working with North Las Vegas. There's going to be a Golden Knights themed community where evidently the streets 
that are part of this community will be named after members of the inaugural squad of the Golden Knights. Okay, yeah. so this is this is the part where that little SpongeBob meme where he says, "I I'm out," or "I I'm head out." That's that's me right now. I, I can't take it. I, I can't. <laughs> no, so it's going to be what I get: Flurry Road, Eakin Way, what you know? Sure, fine. Five minute cul-de-sac. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, it has to yes! be from the first season. It has to be from the first. But the thing that I think is so funny, it's like, okay, really? How fucking far are we going to take this? Are like the 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 roads going to be charcoal color and the dividers are going to be gold instead of yellow? Like, I mean, how deep are we going to get into this? I have never seen a city so wrapped up. I mean, look at what their social media or some of their writers have produced where they're talking about, you know, what should be the first number retired by the... So, bitch, three years and you're already talking about retiring a number? Are you kidding me? It's it's Come weird. On. It's nuts. I, I mean, it's, first off... But you guys have to realize, like, Vegas, this, this weird shit that's bubbling to the surface that's very, like, non-hockey. Yeah, it's non-hockey stuff, but it's very, very much Vegas culture. Very. See, that's the whole thing. You you nailed it on the head. It is part of this culture to just do everything over the top. But, bruh, build a little history first, okay? Just just a little <laughs> bit. Like get to maybe like your first significant anniversary first before you start doing all this over the top shit. Okay? I don't know what you're talking about. They already went to the Cup final. As far as they're concerned, <sighs> they're they're a goddamn uh, oh, legacy franchise for yeah. that town. Oh, juggernaut legacy. <laughs> but how many Sharks fans are going to find Cody Eakinway and take a this is Sharks territory picture there? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like everybody, that's like on your right? list of shit to do as a Sharks fan. Are you kidding me? I'm also uh, hearing reports, too, that uh, the Golden Knights are pushing for them to be included with the as the original seven. They're gonna get rid of the original six, and it's gonna be the original seven. You know, that's where that's where we're at. Get the fuck out of here! All right, uh, okay. Finally, and this is another part of me being on my soapbox just to scotch. Um, can we talk about fanatics for a moment? Oh boy! It seems like it's been a hot minute since we have. Um, and I love the fact that people are literally tweeting me fuck ups. Like I don't even have to go searching for them; they're finding me, and that's, I love it. Yeah, Jerkonomics one hundred and one. Yeah. So, uh, Chief posted this on Reddit. He bought a stealth jersey, and I don't know if you can tell, but uh, the stealth jersey, the outlines for those are supposed to be teal, and Chief ended up with black, which looks very much like the kit you would see on a teal jersey. And refresh me uh, if I'm wrong, Putt Guy, is, is the nameplate on that from the black armor and not stealth? Uh, it looks like it, well, no, that looks like that's from Black Armor, I believe. Yeah, so not stealth, but black, Jesus Christ. It oh, could f- be from the stadium series. <laughs> <laughs> she has a point there. All right. Yeah. And let's all talk about the photo that I received earlier this week from at C underscore Richards 97 uh, received an 8 by 10 of Goodrow scoring that fantastic goal in game 7 you'll notice the inscription you know Barkley Goodrow 23 game winning goal 423-19 game 7 2 OT bitch game 7 didn't go to double overtime you moron 
That was game six. Idiots. Fanatics, just do one thing right, and I'll I'll call it out. But I'm waiting (laughs) on it. I'm waiting. I mean, just dear God. And so, and then finally, as part of my soapbox rant, and it just because we're only doing these every two weeks, it builds up, people. It's like a clogged drain, a little bit. Fanatics continues to suck. We know this. This is this is without a fact. However, we must talk to Patrick Tyler for a hot minute because remember, when you donate using the super chat, your comment goes on automatically. Thank you so much for your donation, Tyler. Says, "Oh boy, here we go with AJ dunking on fanatics." Oh. <laughs> You know what? Uh, they're about to hold my beer. I'm just saying because you know, who, you know who's really starting to suck. You know who needs to hold Fanatics beer right now, and I hate Do to that. say this. Ticketmaster. NBCS Sharks. Oh. Oh my God. Aside from Marcus White, Marcus White is known for doing quality work. Friend of the show, Shalana Goldman, did quality work for them, but I believe was let go before the new year. Is that correct? Like 2020, January? Yeah. Yeah. So she is no longer there, unfortunately, and holy shit, can you tell? Um, But he, Marcus White, and we all know Brody has been doing a lot of stuff because what the hell else does he have to do? No pregame. However, (laughs) there have been a stream of recent articles that are literally nothing more then whoever wrote wrote them wrote uh, <laughs> nothing more than them just reading a Kurz article that is like a three page article and them condensing it into like three paragraphs or watching a national interview with like say Eric Carlson and Mike Tarico and then trying to fashion an article from that and like look I get that they need content we all do you know the struggle is real okay but if you're going to damn near plagiarize at least give these people you're ripping off a lot more credit like you know a whole parenthetical italicized in the byline at the top you know it's like look look at what we're talking about you'll see the links from the show notes uh and (laughs) where we're calling out stuff it's just, come on, NBCSN, dudes, I love you guys over there. I love everything that you do. But the there's there's like a handful of people. It's like four, and you know who they are. I'm not going to call them out here. You just have to go and look. And it will literally be a rehash of a Kevin Kerr's article or a Brody Brazil interview or something else where they'll bite on three lines out of an interview and like one tweet and they're like, look, I have an article. No, you don't. You've ripped off people. Stop it, is what I'm saying. You can be better. Just saying. Had to get that out there. At, at least they didn't twist the words of, like, say, Eric Carlson from that Mike Tirico interview and say that, you know. <laughs> that Who, who oh, was that? Was that Hockey Feed? Oh, I think it was. And it was like, oh, he, Eric Carlson doesn't want to do a Sharks rebuild. It's like, does that mean he wants to be traded? He never said anything of the sort. But yeah. you, you took it to the next extreme yeah i saw that and i'm like uh and the fact that uh, le- that hockey feed article and i hate that we're even having to mention this th- there was no author whenever you see mm-hmm. no byline no author of it you can just flush it down the toilet because if they're not willing to stand behind what they're saying how can you give it any sense of credibility whatsoever i'm just saying but i will say if i'm kevin kurz <laughs> you know i'm sitting there like this to nbcsn Going, you know, you get because remember, Kevin Kurz used to work for them. So it's like you're straight biting his shit and you don't even give him credit for it. Get the fuck out of here. Come on, man. 
Like when we when we do stuff, we always try to like give credit where credit is due. You can look at Felix did a whole um, uh, Mount Rushmore article, and he straight up says at the very beginning, "Hey, Brody Brazil did this thing, and I thought it would be a fun thing to do and get everybody from Teal Town involved. So here you go." But he straight up calls it out. It's like Brody did this. We thought it was fun. Yeah. Let's do that. You know, very much highlighting, but to well, just I mean, sit there. That's that's the new trend with the kids these days is if you see something interesting on Instagram or TikTok, you always, always have to uh, credit the original content creator. Otherwise, the entire Internet will come after you and you will be canceled. You know, but I would prefer to see that. So having, <laughs> having said that, with all the garbage articles that have been coming out lately, I've been thinking about coming out with one, too. Remember what we talked about last the two weeks ago, how you said you wanted the article about, uh, what was it? Like, um, oh, I want to be like the best, the, the best lines that H Zodiac sign would okay. produce. Okay. So I haven't, I haven't gotten that far. Like I'm, I, I did, I actually went to hockeyreference.com and I, I did a lot of data compiling and I found, uh, I found like the best guy for the best NHL for every Zodiac sign. And then I also found like the best um, squad under a particular zodiac sign. That's all I'm saying. So okay, so you, so you better get on I, this before, what I do, before Sean puts it out. Okay, so I want to put I want to put all twelve of the zodiac clubs, like you know, all like the the Gemini's and the Taurus and the Aquarius, the those squads. I want to put them up in a, in like a list, and then put them into a, a tournament bracket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So that because like we we have a little bit of content to choose through. So like for for an example, and I just want to give everyone a small small flavoring here because remember there's twelve squads. Um, so for the the all Gemini team, for the NHL all Gemini team, I went through and I compiled. This is everybody who's ever played in, in the show, and I I did the uh, the highest points share. I didn't do individual points. I did the points share because sure. like you can kind of see overall how they do. So uh, your, 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 your number one line <laughs> for your all Gemini NHL team is uh, you get your center, Mike Madonna. Left wing is Rick Nash and the right wing is Martin St. Louis. Uh, I don't hate it. Okay. Mm, this, that's this, a good line. Okay. So your, your second line is going to be uh, centered by Brent Sutter and Gary Roberts on the left and Pat Verbeek on the right. Verby. Oh, I like that line. Okay. That's that's so, a banger. I think uh, some of these are interesting. Some of these I don't know. So the third line, Jason Allison centers John Ora Ogrednik. John Ogrednik on the left and Scott Mellenby on the right. Now the fourth line is going to be centered by Matthew Barzal. Hey, and then you got uh, hashtag could have had. You know, mm-hmm. and then you got Martin Jelinas on the left and Ray Shepard on the right. Your D pairs are. Your number one D pair is Paul Coffey and Larry Robinson. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> your your second pairing is Matthew Schneider and Eric Desjardins. And your third pairing is Mark Howe and Marcel Pronovost. And then you got your your goalies. And I think these guys came from like way, way back in, in like the 20s. And your number one goalie is going to be this guy named Ed Giacomin, and then your second goal is going to be this dude named Tiny Thompson. Now, I have a feeling Tiny played sometime in the 30s because nobody in the NHL went by their real names back then. I don't know why, but 
Are you trying None to say that? Are you trying to say that between May 21st and June 21st, no goalies come from there? <laughs> Essentially, yeah. They like, all none suck. Of, yeah, they all suck. I got I got one list where I got to like dig deep and find like a second rate goalie because there's not a single one on the first line that that'll get it done. Yikes! <sighs> I told you this is a lot of data, data compilation. So yeah, that first D pair is a little, pew, a little out there. But this is <laughs> this is just one squad of the twelve. So I'm. Um, I look I'm, forward to that. Okay. All right. This is what we have to, to look forward to, guys. And and I will say <laughs> w- when when this article does finally come out, it'll change your life. Okay. It it will in <laughs> fact change your life. It will change your life. Just saying. Especially from Logan. That's that's high that's praise. Awesome. You yes. got all your logs. Yeah, all the logs, all the bananas. <laughs> They're all up in here. Uh, so, uh, close to a tight 45 because we got off to a late start because, well, things happened. But uh, I feel like we righted the ship despite yeah. Jerk's absence. Uh, thank you, Putt Guy, for filling in. And the funny thing is, is like, yeah, he's filling in. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. You know, anytime I can do you a solid. This is Putt Guy dying to be on the air over the last three weeks. <laughs> can we do something for the love of god please yeah so uh yeah there we go uh so good show everybody way to wrap up 102 we will see you in a couple of weeks yet again uh barring something significantly changing in the nhl um uh, trying to think Anything else recent that we did that was fun? Well, we t- we did talk to Kevin Kurz again, and that was actually really fun conversation. He had some uh, nice insight to provide. Uh, fact, I'm trying to. Was, who else? I mean, we talked to Mario Ferraro. Uh, let's just say we've talked to some people, and we'll be talking to some more people. That's what I'm fucking trying to say here, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Eric, where the people can find you on social media? Well, first off, thank you for having me on, and, and I appreciate filling in. Jerk, you are missed. Uh, hopefully, you have more things to say very soon. Uh, I'm at Puckeye14 on the Twitter, the Instagram, and, uh, you know, I just did create the, my TikTok account, so we'll we'll see about that. <laughs> <sighs> Rocket. Huh? Go ahead, Rocket. What? Go ahead. Okay. Sorry, I was looking up Tiny Thompson stats. Yeah, he played from 1928 to 1941. So, uh, hi, good everyone. My name is Rocket Vacander, and as you can see, I've been spending a lot of time with uh, with a lot of these NHL guys over on Hockey Dot Research dot com. Yeah, that's what I've been doing because I've have I have nothing else to do. Uh, so you can you can follow this journey over on Twitter. That's Rocket. Backhander, R Backhander 76, capital R, capital B, little Backhander 76. Uh, or you can check out my photographs, maybe, if I take them, over on Instagram. It's Rocket Backhander, one word, lowercase. AJ? Uh, AJ underscore strong on all the social media BS. Uh, thank you very much for checking us out. Again, as always, we're going to say hi. There you were, hockey jerk. You were right there, and then you weren't. So follow us on the social media, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit. Again, YouTube is the platform that we are working our hardest to build. So if you know somebody that you can share this information with, we would certainly appreciate a subscribe for them if they've got a Google or YouTube account. As you know, all shows can be found on your favorite podcast, Catching Platforms, and TealTownUSA.com. 
So um, I think that's it, guys. Throw us the subscribe and uh, <sighs> first show on the new machine. Took a little work, but uh, I think it'll get better. Who knows? Uh, I look forward to the next police chase on Discord. If you don't know, <laughs> if if you don't know, now you know. That's all I'm saying. So thanks for tuning in, everybody, and we will see you all next time.